All right, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Delano Podcast News. We have Chief Navarro from Delano Police Department. Uh, they're going to be giving us some programs and also some more information coming into the city of Delano. Stay tuned. All right, Chief, how are you today? Doing great. Thank you for uh, having us on your podcast. Well, it's glad to have you here. Um, what, do you, uh, what can you tell us? We got some information, some programs going on this uh, coming month? There are. There's a lot of programs coming on, uh, and it's all part of our, uh, our efforts to stay engaged with the community. And uh, that's what we're all about is building trust. And uh, because down the road, uh, when things happen, um, we want to be able to get a second chance to explain that to our community. And so that's what this is all about. Uh, one of the first things that we're going to be doing is a uh, turkey giveaway. And so we're inviting members of the community to please donate turkeys uh, to uh, the police department. And we will be distributing those to needy families in our community that otherwise might not be able to, um, uh, to enjoy the holidays. And so that's one of the efforts that's underway currently. So there's a deadline for that or just to the police department? Yeah, to the police department. Uh, we're going to be giving those out uh, during the week of Thanksgiving. I believe it's right around the 20th, so uh, we'd like those donated before that. But uh, again, uh, it's an example of what we're doing to try to stay, stay engaged with the community. That's great, man. I know there's a, we got a lot of families like that here in Delano. So, I mean, those that, that really need it, that could take advantage, at least they'll be able to have a good Thanksgiving for their families. Absolutely. Uh, there's, there's many people uh, that uh, take it for granted. Uh, to be fortunate enough to be able to afford uh, a Thanksgiving dinner, but there are many in our community, like you said, that don't, and so we want to be able to share that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I was hearing you tell us a little bit about the Hispanic uh, Residence Academy. Give us yeah. some insight about that. Uh, the Hispanic Residence Academy, that's, um, uh, that's a big deal for us because uh, in our community, I'm sure it's not shocking that we have a lot of uh, Hispanic communities, uh, but what's different in our community is that many of our Hispanic uh, families, uh, Spanish is their one and only language. Uh, and so that's different. And so uh, we, as a police department, have to reach out to that segment of our community. Uh, there's an element of distrust, and uh, the Hispanic Residence Academy is all about inviting people to learn about the police department over six weeks uh, in their native language. Todo se va hablar en español. Because it doesn't do any good if you speak it in English. Yeah. And uh, I know you can use a, a translator. Uh, but somehow something gets lost in that. And so this is an opportunity for people to get to know about the police department. And um, uh, Corporal Madrigal, who is here to my left, is the organizer of, uh, of that event and has been doing a lot to get that organized. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Uh, so Madrigal, you got more information about that? Or is he just... <laughs> you know, he's, he speaks. I know he's. I know he seems like eye candy, but there's there's more to it than that. He, he, he's organizing it, and it's a, it's a lot of work. It's six weeks long. Six so, weeks. So uh, yeah. Wow. So yeah. Uh, what 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 entails in the whole program? So uh, what's going on with the cl the courses is that they're going to be taught by our police officers and our um, our employees that work for the Delano Police Department. Um, was started off as a weekly gathering um, for us. as We called it a Spanish club where we would meet for an hour every Wednesday and speak Spanish just for that hour. Um, from that point, that's where it grew to um, the idea of let's put, on a, let's put on a course for the community. And um, everybody was on board. Everybody um, was 100% vested in it. And um, so it came, this is what happened. 
And um, the first class is going to be this Thursday, November 8th. And uh, for six consecutive weeks, uh, minus uh, Thanksgiving weekend or Thanksgiving week, um, we're going to meet for an hour and we're going to teach. We're going to teach about our department, what we do, um, how to how to uh, respond when we respond to calls and how to how to how to act when we contact someone out in the streets. So, I mean, I, the way you say how to respond, I, I guess that has to come from a lot of perception that the public already has from there. Because, I mean, I guess you could say that certain people have a certain perspective regarding the police. So, I mean, they might not know exactly how to react. Some people may react wrong, and that might put the wrong view to you as a police officer. If you're trying to respond, you don't know how to, is this person with the problem i'm supposed to be mm-hmm. helping this person then it takes longer to do that so i mean i that's going to be great because people are going to be able to learn more mm-hmm. and it's going to help you as officers and right. as a whole department to better serve the, the community there's, there's no class that we go through in elementary school or high school uh, how to interact uh, when the police pull you over or when the police contact you um, at a location uh, i've been pulled over and uh, i always look at it like um, i may think well maybe i was speeding but I don't know why that officer's pulling me over. There may have been a robbery with a Hispanic male with a mustache that looked like me. And uh, if he starts ordering me out of the car at gunpoint, uh, I need to behave in a manner that's not going to put that officer at edge. So it's not just uh, the general public, but you know somebody like me that's been a cop for over 30 years, uh, I have to keep that in mind because I don't know why the police are interacting when I do get interacted with. So it's important. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point because, I mean, we... We never know. I mean, you could be, oh, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing. Why am I getting? You don't know what right. the officer has or what calls are out or what they're looking for. Absolutely. And if you're going to intimidate them, what's, why am I being pulled over? That's going to make the job harder. Oh, right. And then you might have, that might even, if you think about it, waste valuable time in actually sure. finding the correct person if you're the wrong person right. that they're looking for. And so. it puts the officer on edge because now yeah. this person now is, is uh, abrasive with me. Why is it? Maybe he is the guy that was involved in the robbery. And so um, this, you know, one of the classes is about teaching people how to interact with us. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Um, now, I know you guys had a chop it up at the, uh, was it Carlos Barbershop? Yes. How did that go? It went absolutely great. Um, but again, part of the community that we're trying to interact with, uh, Hispanic residents, you know, general distrust, especially Spanish speakers, uh, you know, a lot of apprehension because of, you know, do we interact with ICE? Are we involved in uh, immigration enforcement? That was one segment. This is another segment that we focused on, and that's um, young uh, persons between the age of about 15 to 25. Uh, there is also a um, some distrust with the police. And so we reached out to that group again, Corporal Madrigal put that together, uh, named it. I thought the name was brilliant. I don't know what we were going to call it. He came up with a name, and uh, it was it was awesome. Um, Corporal Madrigal was there. He spent the entire time there. What do you think? Yeah, I think uh, this was very important. Um, this is a variation of the Coffee with the Cop. Who, when we do these the Coffee with the Cop events, it's usually um, an older crowd, twenty five and up. And they have great questions. We answer them. And the chopping it up was, like the chief said, was geared for a younger audience, 15 to 25. I remember growing up, because I grew up in this community, um, we've never spoke with officers. It was like a huge deal if one of them said hi to us. And me being a police officer, like, it was awesome. Like, it was like, oh, that a police officer said hello to me. 
this was an opportunity for us to be there and get for them to talk to us and ask questions about anything in the community. It, it didn't have and it didn't have to be about the community. It could be something on the news, you know, whatever is what the laws are regarding certain uh, certain issues. Um, and it was it was a great turnout. Um, we're grateful that uh, Carlos Barbershop uh, volunteered to be first, and uh, we also did one at Alma's uh, Beauty Salon at the same time. Uh, they're in the same location, and um, yeah, the the they were welcoming, and mm-hmm. I, I think it was it, it was it was awesome. That's great. Yeah, it was a, it was a it was a great success. But what, what was interesting to me is when when I first got there, I got there right before it started. Uh, there was a lot of people uh, getting their haircut. And uh, it felt a little tense to me. I, I felt a little bit uh, like there was a barrier there. And one of the things that, that I've learned is you try to find a common uh, bond or a common uh, topic to discuss. And as I started looking around, I saw uh, a lot of sport-related stuff. And uh, so we just started talking about baseball and football. And obviously, we all had that in common. And it seemed like that barrier started going down and then it became more loose. They started handing out food and, you know, we can all bond over food, right? And uh, by the time, you know, I left, it was nice, warm, interactive, and it just felt like that barrier that naturally kind of existed there between the police and that younger group had had subsided. So uh, I'm not naive to think that you do one event and, hey, everything's fixed, but we're going to continue to do these and uh, Corporal Madrigal is going to be uh, continuing these efforts at different locations throughout the city. So is there any any other events you're thinking of besides Chavo de la Cop and the uh, Hispanic uh, Residence Academy? Is there anything else in yes. the works right now? There, there, we got so much stuff uh, planned. Uh, this is just in, our, in its infancy, but we want to start doing block parties uh, throughout the city. Um, I, I usually, I use a story once, uh, this is back when I was with Fresno, going into a community where there was a lady who hadn't uh, been able to come out in her front yard when we did one of these block parties. And she came up to me in Spanish. She was, she was actually a grandmother now. And, uh, she says, uh, in Spanish, are you going to be doing these regularly? I said, yeah, throughout the city. And she says, I want to thank you for doing this. Uh, I got to spend some time with my grandchildren in the front yard. Um, I didn't get to do this with my kids because there was so much gang activity and so much violence. And, um, you know, that's wrong. Uh, people should be able to enjoy their front yards. And uh, this is a, a symbolic uh, taking back of the community and those areas that are prone to violence, gang violence, where people are often afraid to be in their own front yards. And so when we do these block parties, we, we shut down the streets, uh, police, fire, uh, social services uh, come out, churches, faith-based community groups, and uh, we, we take back over the neighborhood. And um, that's, that's what this is all about, is um, getting the community engaged because criminals love uh, residents that are afraid to come out into their front yards, that are afraid to open their doors, that are afraid to leave their windows uh, uncovered because then they can flourish. And we need to take it back one neighborhood at a time. That's a, I mean, I remember, I never really got to take part in a block party, but I remember my parents telling me that they used to happen all the time around here. I was like, mm-hmm. they, that'd be a common thing mm-hmm. back, well, before before I was born, but I mean, mm-hmm. uh, that was a common thing, and, yeah. and that's going to be interesting to really see that happen, mm-hmm. and um, I think I've seen a, a, 
a culture change around here. I mean, uh, with the police and with everything, I've seen definitely a change in the way everything is done. You don't hear too much that's going on in it much anymore. It seems mm-hmm. like some some stuff is kind of mellowed down. You don't hear mm-hmm. as much uh, violence as we we used mm-hmm. to because I know I know Kern County is what the number one homicide area in 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 the state, right? Well, think- I've I've heard th- those those uh, statistics. I'm not certain of it um but even if it's true um we you're right we have to be engaged with the community uh because listen there are eyes and ears and uh, there are witnesses and if they're afraid and they don't trust us and they don't come forward to report crime like i said earlier criminals love that they love people not to be watching right because they can operate without being uh, bothered at all. So, um, so maybe that's what you're sensing. And I hope that's what you're sensing. That's our goal is, uh, number one, there's gotta be trust with the community. We're, we're one, we're, we're the same, you know, this, these Hispanic residence academies that we do when, when I start off, I, I, I really emphasize that, um, we are you, uh, we don't come from a distant planet. Um, we, we're humans and, uh, you know, it's great that we have officers that are from this area because they can say, um, from firsthand experience, listen, I am you. Uh, I was raised in this community. When they bring their little kids, they can point to a little kid and say, uh, that little kid there was me 25, 30 years ago, or like me 50 years ago. Um, so, you know, don't refer to us like we're some distant entity. We are one with the community. And that's my goal as a chief when I came here is I wanted it to be seamless between the community and the police. And uh, that's what this is all about. And uh, I've been very blessed uh, to have a 30-year career. And, you know, in this phase of my life, it's, uh, it's my goal to give back. I've been, I've been very fortunate throughout my life. And it's my job to give back. And, and I feel like Delano is a community that I'm supposed to be at. Well, I mean, we're really, uh, really promising. Everything's been – it looks really promising. And we hope to keep going on the track. And it is better improving city of Delano. And um, again, that uh, Hispanic Academy starts this Thursday at 5, correct? That's at correct. the uh, Delano PD. So, I mean, anybody watching this, anybody that's going to share this, make sure if you want to take part in that. It is in Spanish. So, I mean, anybody Hispanic, it, it, don't worry if you don't speak English, if that's all you speak is Spanish. Don't worry. You can <laughs> be there. Someone will be there to, to guide you and you'll be able to learn a lot. It's a six-week course and uh, hopefully we can spread this out for you and help out and get more people in the community involved. So uh, any last words uh, before we end this podcast? Well, I just want to, you know, thank uh, my, you know, I'm fortunate. i got a great department. Um, Corporal Madrigal has done a, a great job. Uh, this is this is his work. Um, and so um, I'm very grateful for that. Officer Nino is here also uh, over here to the side. You can't see him, but he's uh, one of my traffic officers and um, also um, a public information officer. And he's a big part of this department as well. And uh, like I said, I'm very fortunate to have a great staff to work with. Well, again, Chief, we thank you very much and hope if we have you on another episode coming soon, uh, anytime you're you're more than welcome to come here and join us and give more information to the community. Uh, we thank you and we have a good one. Thank you.